Whilst Sylvester Stallone was a fictional one-man band killing machine, there is a character in British history who's almost like a real-life Rambo. A soldier who during the Battle of the Somme in the First World War charged the German line all by himself, killing any enemy soldier who crossed his path and taking over 100 petrified Germans prisoner. By any account, it's an amazing story and one that few people know. This is the story of Britain's World War I Rambo, Thomas Todger Jones, VC. Thomas Alfred Jones was born in Runcorn, northwest of England, in 1880. The Cheshire town on the banks of the River Mersey was, and remains, an industrial centre. And despite his fame, apart from his First World War service, he lived his whole life in Runcorn, dying in the very street where he was born. As a child, Thomas, or Tom as he tended to be called, was a keen sportsman. And of all the sports that he enjoyed, football was his passion. Indeed, he was so fast at avoiding tackles and getting around opponents that his friends nicknamed him Dodger. And it didn't take long for them to combine Dodger with the T from Tom to end up with a rather rude nickname, Todger. It was a nickname that would follow him for the rest of his life. Like most working class lads of that period, young Todger left school at 14 and went to work in the local soap factory. Sometime towards the back end of the 1890s, he moved to the Salt Union Works in Roncorn. As I said, Roncorn was an industrial town. With the dawn of the new century, Tom, let's use his real name every now and then, and it was certainly the name, by the way, his parents preferred to call him, enlisted in the Roncorn Volunteers. Established throughout the country during the Boer War, these volunteer units were the forerunners of the Territorial Army, or Reserves. When the TA was itself established in 1908, Thomas Todger Jones transferred across. During his time, both with the volunteers and with the territorials, he gained a reputation as a skilled marksman. Having served for 13 years, he left the TA in 1913 and was placed on the National Reserve. This was a list of men with considerable military experience who could be called upon in times of war. He didn't have to wait long. A year later, on the 4th of August 1914, Great Britain entered the First World War. Just one day later, Todger was reporting for duty at the Roncorn Drill Hall. Hoping that his work experience would get him posting with the Royal Engineers, he instead ended up in his county infantry regiment, the Cheshires. By now he was 34 years of age, which put him at the older end of British soldiers during the First World War. Despite his age and his height, he was 5 foot 6 tall, he didn't have a midlife spread. He weighed in at exactly nine stone, which is pretty trim for a bloke in his mid-thirties. Todger Jones was hugely popular with his fellow soldiers. Not only were his maturity and military experience assets that made him almost a father figure to many of the younger recruits, but he also had an ability to raise spirits and steady nerves. He became renowned for telling jokes and also for calmly making and distributing cups of tea during bombardments. Above all, he had a reputation as a bit of a fighter. Already from his TA days, he was an expert marksman, as I mentioned earlier, but he also had a knack of finding his way around trench systems, often acting as a guide for troops moving up to join them. And also, he became a bit of a whiz as a bomber or grenade fighter. With those skills, he became a fearless hand-to-hand -hand fighter when storming enemy trenches. On one occasion, 
He and a German officer from the Prussian Guards fought each other in a bayonet duel. Todger was the winner, and he pocketed the officer's iron cross as a souvenir. The Battle of the Somme in 1916 is one of those battles that almost everyone in Britain has heard of, principally because of the appalling casualty rate, 57,000, from the opening day. What most people don't appreciate is that the battle actually lasted from the 1st of July right through to the 18th of November that year, and added a further 360,000 casualties to Britain's opening day tally. The Cheshires were not in action on that famous opening day of the Battle of the Somme. Todger's battalion finally arrived on the front line on the 19th of July, nearly three weeks into the battle. They would remain in action on and off for the duration of the battle. And it was in this battle that Thomas Alfred Todger Jones would conduct an incredible single-handed assault on the German positions. On the 25th of September 1916, the Cheshires took part in the Battle of Morval. Successfully driving the Germans back, the Cheshires were now ordered to dig in. As they were constructing their defensive position, they came under fire from German snipers. As the snipers continued to disrupt their work, Jones asked his officer for permission to, using his words, have a go at them. The officer refused and told the 35-year-old private to keep digging. Several of their men soon fell victim to the snipers, and Jones was annoyed to see that somewhere in the vicinity of the snipers, the Germans were waving a white flag. Whether that was a decoy or wounded German soldiers who had nothing to do with the snipers uh, asking for help has never been clarified. Both situations, after all, do happen in the confusion of war. Eventually, one of their men, by the name of George Kenworthy, arrived and announced that it was his 18th birthday. Within minutes, he'd taken a bullet to his head. Now, this was the story that Todger told many years later. Actually, records show that Kenworthy was celebrating his 22nd birthday. He'd enlisted back in 1914. Well, whatever Kenworthy's age, something inside Todger Jones snapped. He grabbed his rifle and started to climb out of their position. The officer once more ordered him to get back to work, but Private Jones shouted back, If I'm going to die, I'll die fighting, not digging. And off across 200 yards, 180 metres of no man's land, he charged. The Germans probably couldn't believe their eyes. A lone, crazy Brit conducting his own private battle. They opened fire. As Jones ran, bullets kicked up the mud around him, but he still kept going. And then he felt an enormous bang on his helmet. A German bullet had struck it. But still, he refused to take cover. Spotting a German sniper in a tree, he used his own expert marksmanship skills to shoot him dead. Two more Germans appeared, and despite initially waving a white flag, they then opened fire. Todger, now seeing a red mist, took both of them out with swift, accurate shots. Back at the British lines... Officers and men, not just of his Cheshire regiment, looked on with a sense of awe and bewilderment as he reached the very end of the German trench and then dropped out of view. Poor old man, one of his comrades said. It had been a suicide charge. Meanwhile, in the German trench, all hell was breaking loose. Leaping in at the very end of the German trench, our Tom had cleverly protected his back. He would now only have to fight the Germans in one direction. Which was just as well, because as he dropped down, he was confronted by three enemy soldiers. Now, remember that Todger was an expert marksman and an adept hand-to-hand -hand fighter. He fired from the hip, killing all three men. Running around the corner, he entered a bay where five startled Germans rapidly dived for their weapons. Joan shot all five without receiving so much as a scratch. Panic started to spread down the German line. Yeah, whether they were scared of a crazy Englishman who was called Todger 
or whether they thought that he was merely the first to arrive in a major British attack, we'll probably never know. It was now that Jones spotted a pile of German grenades. Okay, he was more used to using the British Mills bombs, but at the end of the day, a grenade is a grenade, and Tom Jones was a skilled bomber. He tossed grenades into various dugouts and bunkers around him. Suddenly, a German leapt out with his arms in the air, pleading with Jones to stop. Jones asked him if he spoke English, and the man answered in the affirmative. So, our one-man Rambo-style warrior told him to tell his comrades to surrender unless they wanted to be blown to smithereens. One by one, Germans came out with their hands up. And more, and more. A few more grenades induced even more to listen to their English-speaking comrade and surrender. Suddenly, the red mist evaporated, and Todger Jones realised he was in a bit of a pickle. His bloody-minded attack had netted dozens and dozens of German prisoners, but his attack had been a one-man battle. All these Germans had surrendered to one man. Him. He was on his own. Despite being disarmed, it would be easy for over 100 men to take him on. He quickly told them that he was the point man in the British attack. His regiment would be coming over the German parapets any moment now, and if they found Jones dead, they'd rip these Germans to shreds. The Germans seemed impressed. They kept their hands high. Now he needed to buy some time, and hoped to goodness that the British might indeed arrive. He now told the Germans, through the interpreter, that it would be cold on their march into captivity. And so in pairs, he sent them to fetch their greatcoats. <laughs> and with this many men, it could take some time, which is just what he wanted. Although, if no reinforcements arrived, he didn't fancy his chances. At that moment, one of the Germans made a run for it, and Todger Jones shot him through the head. The panic-struck prisoners all raised their hands even higher, and Jones was reminded of a pantomime he'd seen in peacetime. In a particular scene, a character with a shotgun had appeared on stage, and everyone had thrown their hands in the air. Even the hands of the grandfather clock had been thrown up in surrender. You know when sometimes, in a really serious situation, you get the giggles and you just can't stop? Well, Private Tom Jones thought of that pantomime. He looked at the dozens of petrified Germans and just burst out laughing. He was still laughing when the first British troops arrived to finally support him. Back in the British lines, Jones's best friend, a stretcher bearer by the name of Sam Poxon, had arrived and asked where old Todger was. And he was told about the suicidal charge and that his friend was last seen dropping into the German trenches. In yet another act of heroism verging on madness, Poxon now decided to rush across a strangely silent no-man's land to find his friend. He was joined by another stretcher bearer, a sergeant major and another soldier. Racing across the 200 yards, they crested the German lines and saw an amazing sight. Over 100 German soldiers in a hollow with their hands in the air, looking up at their solitary captor. Poxon was incredulous to see both his friend alive, let alone this scene in front of him. Hello, Todger, he shouted to his friend. What the beep are you doing? With Private Tom Jones leading the way, 102 German prisoners marched across no man's land to the British lines. In front of him and to either side, cheering broke out from the British lines. During the same war, American serviceman Sergeant Alvin York received the Medal of Honour for capturing 132 Germans. That's 30 more than Jones. However, he'd received the support of 17 of his comrades who had laid down covering fire on his advance. 
Todger had run 200 yards across open ground, attacked the German trenches, killing over a dozen enemy and taking 102 prisoners without a scratch. And he had achieved all of that without any kind of support. Private Thomas Todger Jones was to receive Britain's highest medal for gallantry, the Victoria Cross, for his actions on the 25th of September 1916. He returned to Runcorn in Cheshire to a hero's reception. Schools and factories closed for the day and thousands turned out to meet him. He was carried through the streets on shoulders until eventually the publicity-shy Jones managed to run down a side alley to his parents' house in Princess Street. But even then, the crowds thronged the street outside, waiting for a glimpse of their local hero. Thomas Jones fought throughout the First World War, finishing off on the Italian front, fighting the Austrians. Despite being awarded the Distinguished Conduct Medal to go with his Victoria Cross, he never rose above the rank of private. Neither, however, was he ever injured. That's some feat in the First World War, especially when you consider his actions. After the war, he returned to his hometown, where this unassuming gentleman lived for the rest of his life. At the outbreak of the Second World War, now just short of his 60th birthday, he once more tried to enlist in the infantry, but was turned down due to his age. He ended up serving in the local Home Guard, patrolling the streets of Ronkong. He died in 1956, aged 75, and is buried in the family plot in Ronkong Cemetery. In 2014, on the centenary of the outbreak of the First World War, a statue honouring their local hero was erected by the people of Ronkong. In an age where many people seem to dine out on their celebrity status, he was a genuine hero, a man who did his duty and fought like a lion when his comrades were threatened. If ever there was a British Rambo, then I think Thomas Todger Jones, VC, DCM, must surely be in the running. Well, thanks for joining me today, and I hope you enjoyed that story about Thomas Todger Jones. Why not join my supporters club where you can get my weekly newsletter and also a copy of my British History Timeline. There's also an opportunity to join me for live discussions and Q&As. There's a link in the description. Plenty more stories coming your way. But in the meantime, thanks for your support. Keep well, and I'll see you again very soon.